0: The airing of this program by this station is not an endorsement or recommendation by the station of the products or services discussed in the program. The station does not guarantee the results of any investments made by a listener to this program. Intelligent. Conservative. The answer. Welcome to the Andrea Kay Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and 102 pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea Kay.
1: Welcome to Hour 2 of tonight's Andrea K. Show. Y'all know what it means when it's Tuesdays at 7 p.m., right? Y'all should know by now, because the man, Gary Quackenbush, joins me every Tuesday on Taco Tuesday. Did you think Taco Tuesday, Gary Quackenbush? And he joins me now. Hey, Gary Quackenbush.
2: Hello, Andrea Kay. Happy Taco Tuesday.
1: Happy Taco Tuesday to you. um... You know, I'm i sitting here with a really sore neck, not to overshare, but I was thinking about you because you had that really bad bike accident a while back, (laughs) and I have wrenched my neck so bad, trying to be Little Miss, you know, workout queen with some hand weights, and I am just paying for it now. I think memo to me, you know, why work out? I don't know. I might have, I might have, it's National Cheesecake Day. Maybe I just need to surrender and eat some cheesecake and give up working out. What do you think?
2: No, no way. <laughs> eat the cheesecake and work out. Oh, <laughs> I always- have to. Yes. It's calories in, calories out, but you have to, I mean, my gosh, can you imagine if you if you, I mean, if you stop working out, you don't get all those endorphins and all that stuff pumping around your body, and then you can, and then when you eat the cheesecake, you feel bad about it. So no, just keep working out; it'll be fine. Yes,
1: I need fine. to. It's just, yeah. Fine. so I gotta, I gotta get you home know. and throw a heating pad on it and, and uh, self-medicate yeah. with a piece of cake. Um, do you have any wacky yep. laws for us this week, Gary Quackenbush? Well, you know, with all this stuff in the
2: news that it's just so thrilling to hear, you know, the news cycle just constantly, constantly, constantly. I thought we would just stick with Washington, DC stupid laws. Oh,
1: okay. I'm all for that. Yeah, Yeah. let's have some fun at DC's expense.
2: Yeah, so I thought this one was appropriate. It is apparently still on the books and it makes a lot of sense with what's going on in the news right now. In Washington, DC, it is illegal. To post a notice in public, which calls another person a coward for (laughs) refusing to accept a duel. (laughs) Right? Does that make sense? Because at one time, D.C. had some morals and had some integrity, and you couldn't call somebody a coward and post it in public. But look at but wait, how far we have come.
1: But weren't they a coward? Because, wait a second, if 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 you challenge somebody to a duel and they go, no, I'm not going to accept the challenge, you don't have the right to go and call them a coward? You can't
2: post it in public. You can't do a public notice.
1: So you can't publicly shame somebody for being a coward? I don't know. You think, that, you think that's good?
2: No, well, I... I, the thing, okay, so here's the thing. If somebody says, I I challenge you to a duel, and you're thinking, well oh, that's stupid. I have no reason to duel with this person. Uh-huh. You know, I have other things to do with my life. There are other ways to resolve disputes. I'm not going to do a duel. So then they post it as a, as a mm-hmm. that you, this guy's a coward. Yeah. If you may not be a coward. You oh, may just gotcha. Be smart. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's kind of like somebody's like, no, thank you. Like, what, like uh, my grandma, Mary Lee. She used to have these men stop by and she, you know, because they knew she was a widow woman and, you know, they were wanting to, you know, you know, get on her dance card, so to speak, come calling, you know, and court her, And she'd be like, no, no, thank you. She'd be like, no, thank you. She'd be like, you, you need to go see so-and-so down the street. She's another widow woman. <laughs> oh <gosh>. So it's <laughs> so it's like that. It's like somebody challenges you to a duel, and you say no, thank you. You know, go see so and so down the street. Maybe, they, maybe they'll maybe they'll give you a duel. I'm not interested. Um, got okay, it. Yeah. Got it. I'm okay. You. So that's back. Yeah, when, I get it now. So that's back when people were gentlemanly. So it's like you've challenged me to the duel. I didn't accept. So now go on your way. You don't like name call.
3: There
2: you go. Very we, good. We okay. Paid. I'm a long way from that. Okay. Um, I is, would you know what I'm I I
1: excuse me for interrupting but I would be okay. Yeah. I'm ready to see some good old-fashioned dueling going on back in DC to be honest. I'd be I'd be okay seeing AOC duel it out with, you know, a, a couple of people, but anyway, that's just me.
2: Well, then it might be in the open. It might be where everybody can see. There wouldn't be a lot of garbage, you know, a lot of lies and things flying around. They would just, yeah, just let's, you let's get it on. Let's get over it. Yeah. okay. It's like Good. David and Goliath, right? Sure. But, you know, stop all your words. Let's just kind of do this thing. <laughs> sneaking around the back and pulling all these lawyer things.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Crazy. Exactly. And the, and the other one, I, I thought this was very interesting because this is very appropriate for today. It is unlawful for small boys to throw stones at any time, at any place in the District of Columbia.
1: And that's still on the books? Yeah. That's interesting. So when Black Lives Matter was burning down churches and terrorizing D.C., that was okay because they weren't kids.
2: They weren't small boys. They right weren't now. small they boys.
1: hawking hawking yeah. Stones. Oh, got it. Okay. Yeah,
2: see? So it's totally okay as long as it's a big boy throwing, like, firebombs and destroying people's property, and that's okay. I
1: wish stones. I had known about that law back when that was happening in the Summer of Love during 2020. Leave it to Gary Quackenbush to find the wacky laws out of D.C. <laughs> oh,
2: my goodness. <laughs> there are, there are a number of them, but you know... Oh, it's just the insanity. I still love this world. I still love this United States. Better I do, too. I do, too. You just got to watch what you do, right?
1: Well, yeah. You just got to
2: watch yourself and listen to Andrea and Now and you can kind of have yeah. your compass of reality and kind of come to... Come to, come to terms of things.
1: And go and work out, exercise, body, mind, and spirit. you got to exercise. Serious tip. Take care of your body, especially if you're going to eat naughty. And then I try to eat naughty about 25% of the time. Keep it balanced. You know, I try to, I watch some sermons, read my Bible every day, you know. And then, you know, so body, mind, and spirit. And then, you know, keep your, awesome. keep your mind active. You know, keep your mind. Absolutely. Yeah, what do you do to keep your mind yeah. active? So I know you're a spiritual person, but you, I guess, I guess you stay busy with your work, right? You do so much work.
2: Yeah, my my work keeps me busy. You know, it's it, I've been doing it so long. Sometimes I kind of like, oh, this isn't fun anymore. Um, I don't know. I guess it was fun, but you know, mostly to keep my mind going is I like to I like to read. I like to read the scriptures every day. Um, I like to listen to podcasts. I read a lot of books on Audible. Like when I mountain bike, I read a lot. So I probably... Wait, wait, wait. You're reading
1: while you're mountain biking?
2: Well, on Audible. Oh, so you're
1: listening. Okay. I was like, what?
2: I know. That's my
1: No wonder he had an accident. He's reading a book while he's riding on his bike.
2: You sound like my kids because I go, oh, yeah, I read this really cool book the other day. They go, dad, you haven't read a book in your life. I go... Listening to it on Audible is how I process things. I can process well, you know in my mind I can process and have characters and all that. So that's the way I. That's and it's for me. It's fortunate because that's the way I process information. When I exercise, I listen to books, and it makes it so I can go faster, harder, longer because the focus isn't on this hurts and I got lactic acid buildup up and my legs are streaming and my body's tired. It's like I don't focus on that. I focus on this really these really good books. Mm. So that's that's really my. My release is I love, I like um, fantasy books, you know, things um, like uh, Brendan Sanderson is one of my favorite authors. And it's just like, I can escape reality, just completely get away from reality because I need that. That's how I keep my mental health going. Because if I focus too much on really what's going on and the news cycle and all these things that just can really, really upset you by the way they're being presented and and how inflammatory it is and how hard it is to sort out what's right and what's wrong. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, I just, I sometimes I just like to
1: escape. I oh, to escape. I do too. I'm reading a, a book by yeah. Ruth Ware. Uh, she's she's a great author. There's their book. She's a writer. There's authors and then there's writers, right? And yeah, um, I I I like escapism in my books. And there's a new genre of books that my nieces turned me onto a few years ago, and it's called um, bedroom noir. And it, and it's basically a type of book for women because it's a lot of stories about. It's <laughs> Um, you know, crazy stuff happening for women in relationships and marriages and stuff. Uh, Netflix did uh, w- the Woman in the Window. Netflix uh, did a did a movie based upon that book. Uh, there was mm-hmm. Behind Her Eyes. Netflix did a series. Um, that's for so if, if anybody's out there has seen Behind Her Eyes or The Woman in the Window with Amy Adams, that's bedroom noir. So uh, the movie for the the book Woman in the Window was phenomenal. The movie was just eh, it was a little it was just a okay Um, what Uh do you got for us this week in terms of estate planning because the woman one of the reasons why I'm thinking about that is that in in bedroom noir almost uh, somebody's always dying (laughs) right (laughs) there's always death and sometimes you're glad about who ends up dying in it it, it, what's your tips for us this week
2: there was a survey done by an organization called caring caring caring.com and they did a survey recently and found that two-thirds of American adults don't have any type of estate planning at all. Two-thirds. Which is wow. still, that surprises me that 66% don't have anything. When you look at studies where, you know, uh, Americans with a net worth of over a million dollars, the number's like 30% have a will. So 70% do not. So it's just shocking to me how few people give any thought to the reality that they're going to die. And they're going to leave everything they have to their heirs. And it just, I know a lot of it, this procrastination is the number one reason people don't do estate planning. And I know a lot of times messiness is like, well, my family's not perfect. It's messy. I can't decide who gets what. One of my kids is good. One of my kids is kind of annoying. And I'm remarried and whatever, whatever. But those are the situations that make it that it is even more critical to have an estate plan. You know, you can do things like you can do these separate trusts called Q-tip trusts. It's Qualified Terminable Interest Property Trust. It's where you can put a one piece of property in a particular sub-trust that does certain things. And you can have these multi-layered trusts. And they're not really hard to do. They're kind of technical. But there are, there's just, it's a conversation that every single person needs to have. You need to have a conversation with a good estate planning attorney to figure out what are my options and how much does it cost and how much time it will it take and what energy do I have to put in but, but you guys don't die without an estate plan. That's just cruel. It's it's hard enough to be somebody's trustee when they were very organized and had a lot of estate planning done. It's very difficult to be mm-hmm. a successor trustee, picking up the pieces. But without an estate plan, literally, it's just a good way to destroy your family. Uh,
1: can you stick around through the break? Sure. Yeah, because I've got a question for you that, based upon a political story I heard today involving a mom and a trust for for kids, and I was a little confused by this story, and I want to I want to run it by you. Um, to check on my understanding of how this trust is used and whether or not it was legal. So so stay tuned. We're going to continue our discussion with Gary Quackenbush, GQ Law. You guys listen to him every day at 2 p.m. at Word on Wealth. So stick around for more with Gary.
4: You're listening to The Andrea Kay Show on The Answer San Diego.
1: Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kay Show. Continuing our discussion with Gary Quackenbush from GQ Law. Okay, GQ, I'm not sure that I'm going to accurately describe the situation, but here's what I read today that, um, I don't know if you remember, but Hunter Biden, one of his new gigs is, since he's just a world-renowned artist, is to do all these paintings, right, that people are buying for $500,000. And the Biden administration was like, well, you know, we don't know anything about who's buying these because there was questions about, given the other bribery allegations, you know, whether or not there was a pay for play scheme here, you know, laundering the money through Hunter Biden's paintings. Come to find out, and they and they had said that Joe Biden had no idea who was buying his paintings. Well, come to find out, one of the buyers is a big Democrat donor. Her last name is Nafalti or Natali or something like that. Now they're saying that um, she's maxed out on the amount of money she can give as a donor. And so one of the ways that she's... Their their allegations now is that she used a trust she set up for her kids. It's not illegal for kids to donate to campaigns. They just have to be aware of... Of or conscious, which to me seems like how can a kid donate to a campaign when they're not old enough to vote? Long story short, the allegation is is this woman is funneling campaign donations through her children and the children's trust. And I thought, I mean, trusts aren't like a bank account, right, that you set up, is it?
2: Well, this is weird because what's happening is when you set up a trust, they're probably doing – I would imagine an irrevocable trust, which gets its own tax ID number. And um, so then it would be in the name of the kid. It might be in the kid's social get a number or or, or under an irrevocable, a, a, a tax ID number for an irrevocable trust. And so because she's saying it's, quote, her kid's money, she might be putting money in there and funneling it out to the campaign. And that way, that tax ID number doesn't show as many contributions as her tax ID number. So she can max out her own, um, campaign donations because that's based on her social security number and she's finding another, it sounds like she's finding another way to to pay those donations under somebody else's tax ID number or one of her kids social security numbers. Well, I wasn't
1: aware trust. though that you could just, you know, that that trusts were like a checking account where you could just put money in and take money out anytime you wanted to.
2: Well, it's really not. What happens is you set up, like you would set up a trust, like, like I have my trust, it's the Quackenbush Trust. And there, it, it doesn't – what I have to do to put money in it is I have to go to the bank and open a bank account that is in the name of the Quackenbush Trust. So anytime I put money in that bank account, the bank account is now governed by my trust because it's considered money in my trust. So the, ba- the trust itself is not the bank account, but the trust obtains a bank account from right. an institution. And now putting money in that bank account and running it through there – all the bank account transactions are under the ID number of that trust. Either the kids social security number or a tax ID number. And you could
1: trust. just go pull money out of that trust anytime you want.
2: If she's on there as the trustee, then yeah, I mean, she could do it. She to actually give you the money. If she's the trustee, she's acting as a fiduciary. If this is for her kid, then she's saying that that's in the best interest of my child to be doing this, which that might be a violation of a, her fiduciary responsibility as a as the trustee.
1: Well, that's what, what I was wondering because Yeah, that's what I was wondering because I'd be like I'd be like aggravated if my mom was you know supposedly set up a trust for me and then she was pinching it for her politics. Because
2: <laughs> that's what, it, I'd that's be what mad. it sounds like. I don't know.
1: Yeah. It's supposed to be for your estate. It's like you're supposed to be either setting it up for me so that I can go to college later or whatever and have a life for myself if you die. And what you're really doing is, is you know, using it to, you know, fund your political whatever.
2: Yeah, that doesn't sound
1: right. That doesn't, yeah, but that's, that's what the allegation, that's what the allegations are. It may not be illegal, uh, but she's being investigated because they're one, you know, because it's one thing to say that, oh, the kids wanted this, but are you really directing the kids to do this? So that's why I was confused. There's, she's being investigated for this, I believe. Somebody's looking into it. Um, but it made me think about here's, here's another way in which a trust, you know, can be abused, in this case, by the very parent who supposedly set it up for the kid.
2: Exactly. And it wouldn't shock me. It's not like, you know, parents are supposed to love their kids, but sometimes they go, oh, this is the best interest of the kid. This is fine. It's, we're, we're good. They'll never notice. Right. I'll give them the money anyway.
1: All right. We'll yeah, you can't it. do
2: kind of stuff like that. You just can't. You, you know, that's just like setting up all these entities. It's not in her name. So it doesn't look like it's an entity in her name because that would make an illegal contribution. Instead, it's in somebody else's name. Her child, who she just happens to be the parent of, who has control over the child, Mm -hmm. and she's the trustee. Yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, and like
1: and like the kid wants to make a political contribution. I mean I was like I was you know interested in politics at fifteen, but I, I would have been like, Oh no, you ain't taking money from my trust to g get- I ain't, yeah. no, I ain't giving no money to a politician. Are you kidding me? There's no way I would have gone along with that at fifteen. No way.
2: Yeah. Or at any age. Don't take a- I know, it's like mom, what are you doing? That's yeah. not fair. You're you're abusing me. Exactly. That's not my yeah.
1: Stop using my number. Exactly. All right, GQ. That's how crazy. can people get a hold of you?
2: GQlaw.com.
1: All right, my dear. Take, Take it easy. Thank you for Thank being you, here, Andrea. I appreciate it. Appreciate yes. you. Yeah. Bye, hun. See you. Bye. Na- oh. And by the way, GQ is going to be at the event next Thursday night. So come meet GQ. Oh, yeah. He will be there. So come be there. Or be square. Get your tickets at theanswersandiego.com. See you next week, bud.
2: Oh, everybody be there. Okay, so bye.
1: Bye, hun. Um, my neck is actually starting to feel a little bit better, by the way. I'm not sure. Do I do cold or hot? I've got. Do you know that I have the same heating pad I used as a kid at home? I managed to snag it, the family's heating pad. I've had it since. I've had it since I lived at Camp Lejeune, by the way. That's how long I've had it. Um,. I was going so fast with uh, Officer Tatum and uh, Mike Gallagher last hour. I didn't have a chance to read some of the reactions to the Trump indictment of the Republican Party. I want to read to you um, what DeSantis said uh, in response. He says, as president, I will end the weaponization of government, replace the FBI director, and ensure a single standard of justice for all Americans. Uh, Good response, Skins, from DeSantis.
3: It's good, um, but uh, not, I, you know, not strong enough.
1: Right. That was exactly my take, that he just continues to try to straddle the fence because he's benefiting from it, and it's not full-throated. And I think it's bad strategy. I really think it's bad strategy. I think that the, I, am, I am nervous over this Jan 6, because really, it's like they've thrown everything at him. The Republican Party is getting close. To well, they've actually uncovered the goods. Well, I mean, it's like
3: Gallagher said, you know, uh, convenient random judge.
1: Yeah, and they, they the the plan is to have him incarcerated, and and for him to and he said that he will continue to run if he gets incarcerated, but quite frankly, I, I don't know that. If we had a Republican Party, if we had an opposition party, the Republican Party today would be standing behind him in unison saying, you incarcerate him, and that's the man we're going to put up in the the primary. And by the way, America, if they're going to do this to him, they would do it to you. Because look at what they're doing to him. The day after, he did nothing but question the outcome of the election, which you have every right to do. And the New York Times had a poll came out yesterday that showed that 75% of Americans— 75% said Trump had a right to question the outcome of the elections. They're trying to... This is about not just controlling the outcome of elections, but controlling you. This is to send a message to every American out there. Will Heard. Some Texas uh, former CIA guy running for Republican Party said, let me be crystal clear. Trump's presidential bid is driven by an attempt to stay out of prison and scam his supporters into footing his legal bills. This is a guy who got booed off the stage in Iowa for saying this. His denial of the 2020 election results and actions on Jan 6 show he's unfit for office. I'm I'm not going to support anybody for the Republican office who is denying that election fraud took place. What did I report on last night? In Michigan? An independent study was done, and what they uncovered with the absentee ballots that reflect uh, about what thir- anywhere from thirteen to thirty thousand ballots in Michigan. Stay tuned. Uh, uh, we're going to shift gears because skins might be very worried about the pending uh, pandemic that's coming, but have no have no fear, my man skins, because the FDA has already approved the next vaccine for you. So don't worry. And you guys don't go away. We'll be right back. The airing of this
0: program by this station is not an endorsement or recommendation by the station of the products or services discussed in the program. The station does not guarantee the results of any investments made by a listener to this program.
4: Andrea Kay telling you like it is while eating a donut, too. It's the Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego.
1: Welcome back to tonight's Andrea i I'm going to read an email from a listener. He says, so glad to hear the three great speakers of freedom on Salem tonight together. Wish I could attend the event, but I have parental duties that night. Anyway, I think we need people like you all involved in speaking to the younger generation. For example, I like to turn on Andrea while driving so that my 14-year-old daughter can hear about current events going on. Could an event like yours held next Thursday be formatted somehow in a way that may appeal to high school or college listeners? No matter what rolls around in 2024, the younger generation are in charge of what is to come. Thank you for that email. Um, It's interesting because we actually have some teenagers that are going to be here. We have a group called We the Kids that is coming to town. You guys hear about We the Kids every Friday. Bob Walters talks about it after education segments, and they're going to be here. They're going to be on the show next Friday. They're going to be coming to the event because we absolutely need to be... Uh, reaching the younger generation, and so they're going to be at the event. And you know, the thing is, is that I think for an event like ours, it's it's already geared to young people. I, I think one of the things that I talked about was. Um, we didn't have time in, in last hour with Mike Gallagher and Officer Tatum on the show with me to get into all the topics. We focused mainly on the indictment because that was the breaking news today. But I even mentioned that there's so many aspects that we have to talk about, in particular the, the um, LBGTQ uh, and all the cultural stuff. And we will be and, and, and everything that we're going to be talking about is appropriate for high schoolers and will be on a level that I used to talk about with people when I was in high school and college. So it's absolutely fitting for young people. We need more young people to be there in the audience and asking questions and talking about it with us. So I encourage everybody who's listening to bring your young people with you, even bring, you know, as, 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 as you know, as young as you want. I mean, it's going to be rated G. And the fact that, you know, we use proper language. So there's no reason to not bring young people and actually ask them, you know, um, some questions or have them ask questions. And um, so absolutely. Um, One of the things I think I mentioned last night, I'm not sure how much I got into it, but there's an interesting switch that's happening, and it's by design in some ways. I want to get your perspective on it, Skins, um, because I didn't go in-depth on it, and it has to do with the fact that there's been a flip. High school senior boys are two times more likely to be conservative now than they were five, ten years ago, and that's been a flip. And they flipped the opposite from girls. Senior girls are now two times more likely to be liberal than boys. And it all has to do with the indoctrination. Now, I get why the girls are flipping. Because um, I I know how girls think. And I know the assault that's been going on in young girls' minds. I also know how, how the the in in spite of the fact that traditionally it seems as like it's more boys wanting to be girls in transgenderism they've really been targeting to indoctrinate more teenage girls into it and you heard about that uh, at the congressional hearing uh, my theory as to one of the reasons why senior boys are trending more conservative is i think the transgenderism going on because why would a, uh, why would a senior A 17 or 18 year old young man with his hormones raging be attracted to a girl who wants to be a boy and dresses like a boy. Or even or even the new the new, I mean if you look at the way all the, the purple hair and the pink hair and it's just I mean I, it, it's just there's nothing I, I, there's been a complete destruction of feminism going on as part of this movement, even not even involving transgenderism. Just to try to crank out uh, an unattractive, to turn girls in, into unfeminine, hating their femininity, uh, not dressing feminine. And if they do dress, dress feminine, to be promiscuous, to, to just not behave in a way that's attractive to a young man. I also think that the push on young men today is that they're being pushed that something's wrong with them and they're bigoted if they don't want to go out with a guy, a biological male who thinks he's a girl. That's the next push. So I can understand. I think I can kind of see that's my theory as to why high school boys are, are have flipped and are now trending more conservative. I think it's a rejection of uh, you know everything going on with young girls today. I'm curious what you guys to th- you know think about it. 888 344 1170 Um, okay, so there's a new pandemic that the CDC is warning about now. Um, this straight from the CDC website. Um, did you pay attention to this when you printed this article out or can I pop quiz you? You can pop quiz me. Okay. What do you think the CDC is saying is the next pandemic?
3: I mean, just about anything, but, um, there's, um, you know, it scares people when you mention anthrax.
1: Yes, right on anthrax, because that's the big. Remember, remember back after nine eleven, anthrax was the big panic that was going on. The um, and there was actually anthrax that showed up at Congress. Anthrax, I think, that showed up at some media outlets in New York City. And I mean, it was it was. I mean, it, it,
3: and, and I think that it, them bringing this up is good because there's. I mean, a lot of people didn't know about COVID. Everybody knows pretty much what anthrax is.
1: Well, and the thing is, is that it's it, it's as though right now, as we're going into 2024, they've got to come up with, with more and more ways. There
3: needs to be fear tactics. They've
1: got to be. They're setting the stage for ways that they can find excuses to manipulate the elections, keep us at home, inflict fear on us. You you know, look, the Trump, admini- the Biden administration is the one that made you safe from COVID. There's so many ways in which and we should be smart enough now. That we don't buy into any of this crap. When was the last time you heard of an anthrax scare? There was nobody who really thought that the bag of white powder at the West Wing was anthrax. We all knew what it was, right? Well, here's what the CDC has on their website. Anthrax as a weapon. If a bioterrorist attack were to happen... Uh, The bacteria that causes anthrax would be one of the biological agents most likely to be used. Biological agents are germs that can sicken or kill people, livestock, or crops. Anthrax is one of the most likely agents to be used because anthrax spores are easily found in nature, can be produced in a lab, and can last for a long time in the environment. Anthrax makes a good weapon because it can be released quietly without anyone knowing. The microscopic spores can be put into powders, sprays, food, and water. Because they are so small, you may not be able to see, smell, or taste them. Anthrax has been used as a weapon before. Isn't that the perfect plandemic idea?
3: I also like to remind people that uh, they're trying to grow lab grown meats. What better way to protect the population? You don't got to worry about livestock if you're eating lab grown meats.
1: Gotcha. In fact, why are they suddenly putting this up there? Because somehow, somewhere, one cow was found supposedly with anthrax. Has that been verified? It all started with one person from COVID. But have no fear, Skins, because the FDA approved Sifendis for use for any confirmed or suspected exposure to anthrax. Oh, it's in time. But it must be administered with antibacterial drugs. They've already approved the anthrax vaccine. It was approved for adults 18 to 65. The company's emergent biosolutions... And uh, it's their new anthrax vaccine. What could possibly go wrong? I mean, I'm not worried. Are, are you? I mean, everything went so well with the mRNA vaccines and in the Pfizer and the other one that was pulled, right? I mean, we had, I mean, right now, if you're LeBron James's and if you're LeBron James and his wife, would you be comfortable with your son playing basketball again? We had a tennis play after, after he collapsed on the courts. We had, a, we had a country star recently collapsed, taken to the hospital. Hordes of blood clots found in her. Uh, somebody on the professional tennis tour just dropped out after his second collapse on, on, on the tennis courts. We had an NFL player, I believe, who has been found diagnosed with pericarditis. I mean, you know, it, this, is, this is an epidemic right now. But we're supposed to trust an anthrax vaccine?
3: Also, again, conveniently time going into the end of summer headed into an election year.
1: You think you think you're scared to go put your arm out and get jabbed with the COVID vaccine? You think I'm going to put my arm out for I would sooner get a put my arm out for a fentanyl vaccine. (laughs) Wow. Um, COVID has not gone away. By by the way, they're trying COVID out, too. I mean, they're trying leprosy. They're trying it all out. They got every kind of disease. And earlier like,
3: today, they said it's time to bring back the mask.
1: Is they really? Oh, that's right. You had a clip on that. Let's play it. So what I think people need to know is that I would just keep people on alert that when you're in those crowded spaces, think about the coughs and the colds. And sometimes many people don't even have any symptoms. A mask can be your best friend. Keep it private. Back in time, we've had them in our pockets, in our coats, in our backpacks. Time to bring them out again especially as the school season starts. Uh Uh-huh. Time to bring them out again. They didn't work. They were nasty. Germ disease, grossed out, filthy, not to mention what they did to the environment. Time to trot those masks back out again. No, it's time for the left to try to trot out more, more panic porn on the American people. Do you think we've completely gotten over it? There's no, because there's still Americans I see driving around in cars by themselves with masks on. It's time. We're going to have to bring back the mask shaming. All right. It's the final segment of tonight's Andrea Kay show on the way. Don't go away.
4: A.K. Dynamite in a dress or just Andrea Kay, whatever you call her. She's on the answer. San Diego.
1: Today, they invited they indicted President Trump. Under the guise that he supposedly was trying to overturn the 2020 election. Oh, he was trying to electioneer. Oh, you mean really? Uh, Electioneering, trying to control the outcome of the election, has involved the FBI, the DOJ, the Obama administration uh, in collusion with big tech and with the legacy media. And and not just in terms of uh, the Trump-Russian collusion hoax, the COVID hoax. The suppression of the Hunter Biden story and that suppression and control of the information continues. Control the message and you control minds. Control minds, you control the outcome of the election. Last segment, we were just talking about the forthcoming panic porn, trotting back out COVID again, pushing masks, talking about the next pandemic is anthrax and they've got the shot ready to inject in you. Well, we had we don't need the we don't need a miracle shot that's going to leave us all dead or struggling with myocarditis down the road. We actually actually had a miracle drug and it was called ivermectin and rfk jr uh did an interview in which he said just that uh please play clip uh i'm not sure There are now a hundred
5: studies that show that ivermectin had profound benefits in uh, generally speaking a 70 to 85 percent reduction in hospitalizations and deaths it it was really a miracle drug particularly in the later pandemic i think if that was all in like Bangladesh or South no, America, it could be. Because it, was was it was all over the world. It was all over the world. The, the countries where they use it for parasites in Nigeria, um, which has the highest river blindness bur- burden in the world, did have the lowest covid death rate in the world um, they, they use. both. they also have the biggest malaria burden. So virtually the entire population is on my um, on hydroxychloroquine. And a large part of the population is on ivermectin for river blindness, so um, and they had almost no vaccination. they had i think one like something like one point three percent vaccination, so they did very well. But there are states in India sort of side by side states like Kerala and Uttar Pradesh, where Kerala used our protocol and had the same uh, comparable death rates and Uttar Pradesh. Use ivermectin hydroxychloroquine and end the pandemic overnight. But that's end it right there. Did there.
1: you hear what he just said? Seventy ivermectin. Generally speaking, seventy to eighty-five reduc- percent reduction in hospitalizations and deaths. It's a, it's a really a miracle drug. The guy jumps in and tries to give an excuse for that, and he says no, all over the world. And he gives two examples in India. One sector over here followed the United States protocols, high death rates. This sector of India. Used ivermectin or hydroxychloroquine, low death rates. In parts of Africa where they all take ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine for malaria and other issues, no vaccinations, low death rates. The data is clear. And of course, they had to take RFK Jr. down Keep that in mind as we go into 2024. People need to remember and vote accordingly. Um, friend of the show, Marcel, is on the line. He wants to call in with a weekly polling update. Um, I'm not sure how accurate any of the polls are, but it's just kind of fun to see how some people are are showing the numbers these days. Hey, Marcel.
4: Oh, good evening, Andrea Sweetheart. Happy Tuesday to all. Is this the... Finally, the first day of August, mm-hmm. getting closer to September, right around the corner. But these polling numbers are definitely crazy for the Biden administration. And I'll give you the drum roll, please, for today's poll number, or actually from Sunday's, just after July's, 34%. That is definitely right. 34% on the economy and even climate change. So how views are they rate? There will be job market for 46% and 43% are good and bad. While the others for the U.S. economy, 65% of the taking place are bad, but 29% of the people definitely good. But how about this? When should people addressing the climate change? 53% of the people back in April are right now, while 55% that take place in July. So in the next few years, twelve percent of the them. are further in future is eight percent, and twenty-five percent it says not at all. While in back in April, fourteen percent of the people are saying the next few years, and further in future definitely nine. And how about this? Has your area, including you in San Diego and right here in New York, had unusually high temps recently? Fifty percent of them are tied for Republicans. Sixty-five percent. For independence, thirty-five percent for no, and of course Democrats have seventy-eight percent of say yes, and twenty-two percent of the people definitely no. Back on the economy, sixty-one percent of the people are struggling, fifty-six percent are uncertain. Unfair is thirty-six percent, punishing or pushing or punishing that is twenty-seven percent. Rebounding is fifteen percent, and expanding on eleven percent. My friend. Your thoughts on that? Oh, by the way, your work inflation, keeping things up. 70% 70% of the people saying no it isn't, and 30% is yes it is. Your thoughts on that, please? Well, so many I, thanks to CBS and YouGov for that.
1: Well, I, I don't know who's who's not, not thinking that the inflation is continuing to go up, because we're paying more and more and more on a regular basis at our grocery stores here. I don't know who could think, I don't know who's giving, giving Biden any, any high marks on, on the economy, um, except it's got to be these limousine liberals that, you know, are sitting on hundreds of millions of dollars. It can't be, it can't be. <laughs> Be, Love That's it, what you said. Well yeah, I mean it can't be any any of the good hard working people out there and when it comes to climate change sounds like things are split according to ideological um, you know party lines. So we're almost out of time for tonight's show, Marcel. Thank you for calling in, giving oh, us yes, those I'll the be poll back numbers. Next
4: month for more.
1: All right, thank you, my dear. And you guys, you better be back tomorrow night. It's hump day. You think we'll have indictment number five or indictment number four for Trump tomorrow? Roseanne Barr said every time things get looking bad for Biden and the Biden corruption scheme, they've got to come out with another indictment for Trump. Hat tip to Roseanne Barr for that. We'll see you tomorrow night. Thanks to Officer Tatum, Gallagher, Gary Quackenbush. Thanks to Marcel for the polling report. See you tomorrow